This podcast is brought to you by Laterno University. Laterno University is the Christian polytechnic university in the nation where educators engage students to nurture Christian virtue, develop competency and ingenuity in their professional fields, integrate faith and work, and serve the local and global community. Laterno offers more than 140 undergraduate and graduate degree programs across a range of disciplines and delivery models at Laterno's residential campus in Longview, Texas, and in hybrid and fully online options at centers in the Dallas and Houston areas. Online at letu.edu. That's letu.edu. Hey there, it's producer Michael Miracle here. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. We are your on-air resource as a workplace believer. And check out our website for tons more I Work For Him resources. We've got blogs and podcasts and reading material and all sorts of fun stuff there. Plus, a link to listen to the live show several times a day. Yep, head to the website. That's IWorkForHim.com. IWorkTheNumberForHim.com. And the listen tab's up there on the top left. Click that, then click the live link, and you can listen to us live every weekday. That's IWorkForHim.com. I work the number for him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I Work For Him podcast. Hey, thanks for tuning into I Work For Him today as we are in... We're in Dallas, Texas, Jim. Oh man, traveling across the country. This is fantastic. We got a whole week here in Dallas, Texas with lots of interviews with lots of different people. So excited for you to hear what God is doing here in Dallas, Texas. Hey, but make sure you check us out online. Yeah, so our website is IWorkForHim.com, and that's the number four. And there just is so many things that people can go there for, Jim. Um, You write a blog every week. That is something people can sign up for. And when they subscribe for that, they actually get all of the podcasts for the week sent in an email every noon and on Fridays. And that's a great way to just stay in touch with what has happened during the week in case you missed it. And then also, of course, they can reach out to us there. They can follow us on Facebook and all the other social media. They can even call. If you go to our contact page, we have a phone number listed there. It's 866-713-WORK. And we love hearing from people. They can call in. We give away a book every day on the radio, but then also leave us a message. You know, we are very much, we're both words of affirmation people. So we love to hear from people and hear how um, the stories that we're sharing are impacting people's lives. All right. What's fantastic is that we do listen to you. And so if you do call mm-hmm. that 866-713-9675 number, you will get a response from us. We'd love to just hear that. All right. As we said, we're on location in Dallas, Texas. And really, we're covering so many different stories this week in Dallas, but that's all been coordinated by Bill Peel from Laterno's Center for Faith and Work. You'll remember Bill Peel. He's been on the air many times with I Work For Him. Bill Peel, welcome back to I Work For Him. Hey, Jim, Martha. Great to be with you all today. It's great to have you in Dallas. Well, it's nice to be here, and we're we're sitting at your church today. Why don't you give a plug to your church? Yeah, we're at Park City's Presbyterian Church, which is a a fabulous church uh, that really cares about the workplace. Mm -hmm. And for about the last five years, we've done some serious work. Uh, led by our staff in this area of equipping people to live their faith out uh, all seven days a week, but especially in the workplace. Fabulous. And I noticed that they've got a fellows program, too. Yes, they sure do. And we're uh, going to hear about that with one of our other interviews later this week. Absolutely. When we talk to Blake Swars, uh, he, he, he is just an incredible guy leading this ministry, and we're so excited to, to have him on our pastoral staff here. Now, we're going to talk a little bit more about Laterno's Center for Faith and Work as we go into the interview, but you've got a guest joining us today that's pretty special. 
Yes, she certainly is. Uh, <laughs> I want to introduce you to Kathy Peel, and I've known her very well for about 48 years. And uh, we've been married now 47 years, and um, happily married 35 of those, <laughs> something like that. And um, well, anyway, which is, that's that a pretty good just percentage, that, actually. So, but anyway, let me tell you a little bit about this lady. She's a remarkable, remarkable woman. She's the author of 22 books that have sold over 2 million copies. Wow. She's written hundreds of magazine articles um, and uh, about managing your home, your family, and your personal life, uh, all at the same time of raising three great boys who are all grown now and living with their own families. But she's appeared on many, many times on national morning shows and served on as AOL's family coach, as a matter of fact. And when she's been on Oprah Winfrey, I guess, five or six times. Hmm. And one of the times, Oprah looked at her and says, Kathy, you're, fam- you're America's family manager. And she's been a repeat guest on countless radio programs like Focus on the Family, Moody Broadcast, and now I work for him. So this is exciting. I fell in love with this young lady when she was uh, uh, at SMU. And uh, we just uh, are blessed to have three wonderful boys and uh, three daughter-in-laws who have now uh, given us seven grandchildren, which is such Mm. an incredible blessing. And uh, Kathy has put in volunteer hours at the Center for Faith and Work, working for me uh, at Letourneau University. And today we're talking about the most important work in some ways, I think, uh, of all, that sometimes we don't talk too much about mm-hmm. in the faith and work movement, and that is the work of running a home. Mm-hmm. Kathy, most people don't get those kinds of introductions, but Kathy Peel, <laughs> welcome to I Work For Him. Hey, it's good to be with you, Jim and Martha. All right, so let's just start off with how did you come to be a Christ follower? I came to Christ through the ministry of Young Life in high school. Praise God mm. for that. I was not raised in the church, but that's where my spiritual journey began. And then met Bill at SMU, and he was headed for seminary after college. And I was kind of mad at God for not giving me a a, a background in how to be a Christian wife, how to be a Christian mom, how to create a wonderful home. Uh, and so... Uh, I had to start learning that on my own. And back then, in the old days, I, I, I did research and put things on index cards. And there wasn't a lot written about that. But I just prayed that God would show me how to be, how to create a home that was a good place to be, where we would walk in and friends would walk in and say, wow, you know, it feels good to be here. And I didn't have a clue as to how to do this. But I believe that God does not waste experiences on us. And mm-hmm. I'd grown That's up sure. uh, running, or not running, but uh, working at the family uh, clothing stores in Memphis, Tennessee. And so I had a kind of a business background. And I realized along the way that um, running a home, it's an organization. All right. <laughs> and, and you had three boys. So it's an organization of monkeys. What is it? <laughs> right. But you know, really, you've got to manage certain things. Yes. Think about it. If you walked into a bank or a hospital or this church or a school and you know, the marketing department and accounting and HR, they were all in the lobby. I mean, it would just be a nightmare. And so God showed me how to kind of divide the work of running a home into seven departments. And so I learned that 
really good management strategies, they apply to running the job, the job of running a home. And now we're not trying to turn it into a cold corporate environment, right? But we want to reduce stress. We want to build relationships. Mm -hmm. There are people right now in attorney's offices who are filing for divorce because little things have built up because they don't know who's responsible for what and they're resentful. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to do this. I thought, you know, and the kids are feeling entitled. Well, I don't want to do this. And you know what? It doesn't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. So, so let's, I, let's, I was going to say, I'll, let's step back a little bit from that. Well, I just want to say, I hope that our listeners are intrigued and their ears have perked up because this is something that we haven't gotten an opportunity to talk about a lot. So I'm really hoping that um, people are focusing in and thinking about how they can take some of what we talk about today to their home workplace. You know, Jim and Martha... People have no clue, and I didn't either, about how many jobs have to go on under the roof uh, <laughs> yeah. to make a family work. And Kathy mm. created a, 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 a kind of a worksheet that she suggests women uh, give to their husbands uh, mm. and their families to show them all the different jobs. It's called Who's Responsible for What? And uh, we will, we'll try to make that available online and give you guys a okay. link to it as well. Great. And I had no idea all the different things that she was really trying to take care of. And that was a huge eye-opener to me and and the boys. Yeah, and it's not just for women. It's for men, too, because right now in America, we've got uh, 16% of households now, uh, dad is the family manager. This is not about gender. It's about being, it's about smart management, about who's got skills, who's got the most time, and how God has called you to do different things, okay? Mm -hmm. But somebody's got, at our house, consider me the president and Bill the CEO, or because, you know, the buck stops with him, according to (laughs) God's economy, right? Yes. But yet, somebody's got to manage, they've got to manage, first of all, the home and property property. We've all got a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We've got laundry. We've got the home. We've got vehicles that have to be managed. Then we've got the food department. Somebody's got to be in charge of 1,092 meals a year if you've got a family, not counting snacks and parties. (laughs) If you want them to eat, that's true. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah, and then you've got the financial department, all the money issues, and then you've got special events. Those are things over and above all the things that you manage on a daily basis, but somebody's got to you know orchestrate birthday parties and vacations and for you know, sure you know. give a little let's talk about Laterno Center for Faith and Work how can this help our listeners well the Center for Faith and Work was uh, actually founded in 2011 to kind of perpetuate the this legacy of bringing faith the, the proper place of faith in the workplace uh, at Laterno University uh, and, and championing the legacy of Mr. R.G. Laterno who was the founder uh, Laterno is the only Christian University founded by a businessman. And from the get-go, he wanted students, our engineers, our aviators, our business students, our psychology majors, to all understand that the faith belonged in the workplace as much and sometimes maybe more so than any other place, mm-hmm. because that's where we live most of most of our lives. It is. And uh, we founded the Center for Faith and Work to revolutionize the way uh, Christians think about work, because there have been some, uh, you know, 
well, let's put it this way. A lot of Christians don't understand that, that God really cares about work. And mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to do uh, at the Center for Faith and Work is to help, help people do that. We've got a huge website uh, that has over a thousand resources for people there that they can go and find all kinds of information about how to live their faith out at work. And what's that website, Bill? It's www.centerforfaithandwork.com. Center for Faith and Work dot com. All right, perfect. Now we're back with Kathy Peel. Martha. Yeah, so Jim, one of the things I just wanted to clarify for our listeners, and I really hope that um, this helps them to understand the rest of the show, is what Kathy talks about as the family manager is necessary whether you are um, have the privilege of being home full time or you're out in the workforce, whether it's part time or or more than full time or carrying many jobs because we all need to manage our home. That's and right. so doing it efficiently, I know I have a lot of friends, I'm going to make sure this podcast gets sent to, because I think they pull their hair out on a daily basis because they just don't know how to organize what it is they do every day. So understanding that this is a work and to do it unto the Lord. So how did you get started writing? I mean, you, you said that you just, Lord, I want to know how to be a, a Christ-centered mom, a Christ-centered wife. How did you get started writing about it, though? In 21 books, that's that's a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Well, God, I, I researched uh, a lot mm-hmm. just for my own sanity and, and for our home, just to try to learn how to be a Christian mom, how to raise good kids and teach them values, how to create a warm and welcoming home and how to have some degree of semblance and order. <laughs> and uh, it didn't come overnight, believe right. me, it, it didn't. But the system started working for me. And I thought, you know, I think I could help some other moms who are really stressed about this. Mm-hmm. And back uh, before people self-published books, Bill helped me publish the first book, uh, because I thought, well, what's the hardest time in every mom's life? It's summer, because you want to make it meaningful, and you got to. Uh, I wanted to cre- uh, raise creative kids mm-hmm. and teach them values. It's a great time over the summer to do that, and so Bill helped me publish a mother's manual for summer survival, and <laughs> we sold fifteen thousand out of our living room in nine weeks, and that's when Focus on the Family picked it up and gave me my start in publishing. Wow! Yeah. And so it, it's just something the running a home it, it is so important. It's it's very important work to God. It is okay, Amen. and it, and you don't have to be. I mean, everybody's got to manage their life. Mm-hmm. I've had. Uh, uh, single cameramen or you know, and producers come up and say, you know what, I need to run my life like this. Because we all have certain areas that have to be managed. Mm-hmm. And in a home, the more standard operating procedures you can have, yes, that, that just cuts down on stress. Mm-hmm. If you have certain ways, this is the way we always do it. And if you do some team building amongst yourselves, I think the key is, though, to get everybody on board and working as a team is to, as early as you can, start your children knowing that their work is their school. And mm-hmm. it is just, that's their career. And that is just as important as mom's career, where, whether mom's in the workforce, part-time. 80% of the moms in America right now are in the workforce, either full right. or part-time. Right, Or And lo- there are lots of stay-at-home dads. Again, this family manager thing is not about gender. It's just somebody's got to do it but it often falls to the role of a woman 
It does. Because it does. I, and I think some of that is because there's no intentionality. It's right. like, you know, how are we going to manage this? So Bill alluded to the fact that Oprah Winfrey said, you're really like the family, America's family manager. So did you follow that up with a job description? As, as What does that really mean to be a family manager? Well, it's the... It's running the most important organization in the world. Mm-hmm. It the is. fabric of society. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It is. It, it is. And God created the family, and he knows best how to make it work. And uh, the family management system that I created and wrote about, uh, it's based on a lot of the book of Proverbs and just mm-hmm. principles from Scripture mm-hmm. um, that apply to every family, no matter what their faith. Okay. Sure. Yeah, but it's about respecting each other and helping each other in your family. The highest calling, I think, of every husband, wife, is to help each other do the will of God and then to help your children do the will of God. So, Kathy, if you, um, you know, we have a lot of listeners who probably don't have that perspective on what they're doing at home as being of value. A lot of people think, well, I don't get paid, so therefore what I do is really not that all that important. Can you speak to those people right now and encourage them with this role that they can take on and, and do with excellence? Those with children, those with grandchildren. I mean, when you think about a, a real estate developer going out and looking at a piece of land and you think, golly, that's a great gift, that's a great job. You're, they're going to develop a shopping center or something. Mm-hmm. You're developing human lives. Yeah. This is where you're helping them become the people that God created them to be. And there are certain things that have to be managed in the background. You've got to have some clean clothes. You've got to have <laughs> food around the house. Mm-hmm. You want to set every family needs to decide what's most important for us to celebrate. And each person is uniquely created by God. So you've got to be a student of those people that are on your team mm. and learn how God designed them and honor that design. It's a huge job. I think it's the most important job in the world, no matter what other job you have. Amen. Kathy, well, you got to have a website out there for everybody to go to. Well, familymanager.com is the website. So if people want to find out about you, about all the books you've written, they can find out about it at familymanager.com. Yes. All right. So make sure you check that out, familymanager.com. Bill? Yeah. I just wanted to, wanted to say, you know, when a when whoever, if somebody's not working and working in the home, okay, not being paid, but the person that comes home <laughs> that's being paid, they haven't left work at home. They're just entering in another workplace, yes. and they need to re- recognize that. Uh, and this is, you know, so the the person who's who's earning the living, so to speak, whatever, uh, comes home, they need to understand that, hey, this is a workplace just like what I left here, and they need to enter into that with real intentionality. And it's always great when somebody kind of takes the lead here a little bit and becomes this, you know, kind of almost chief operating officer of the of the family and helps direct things. But uh, everybody's responsible here, and everybody needs a job. And that's so important to, for kids to help kids understand that too, that they actually contribute to the to the to the to this business yes. of the home as well. Um, and they have when when we ask our kids to contribute to the welfare of the home, that gives them a sense of I belong. I'm making a contribution here. I'm important here. And some parents don't quite understand that. Uh, but you're really doing your your child a disservice if you don't help them enter into the work of the home as well. Well, it's all about being part of a team. I mean, Martha and I talk about this kind of stuff all the time on together on Tuesdays in our work room as we really focus on marriage and uh, family relationships and how can we 
how do, what, what, is a, what does a Christ-centered marriage look like? But this family manager idea, I mean, all these couples we've worked with, we've got to get them these worksheets, Martha. This sounds like something we've been missing. Bill, you are holding out on us. <laughs> <laughs> FamilyManager.com, FamilyManager.com. You know, I think that um, so many times we've had the conversation of saying, if only we'd been more intentional, if only we had. And so we're excited to be able to tell our listeners about becoming a family manager in this very important workplace so that they understand the value of it and maybe can grab it a little sooner than we did. You know, luckily we're kind of organized people. So I, you know, we did develop some things ourselves, but my goodness, you've already done the work. You've already said, okay, there's seven departments. I, you know, let's get down and dirty about it and, and learn. And, and, um, I'm excited to see how people could use this to actually gain a little margin and have some better organization. Familymanager.com, familymanager.com. This interview was arranged by Bill Peel from the Center for Faith and Work.com. Bill Peel, talk about Letourneau's Center for Faith and Work. We've, we, you know, a couple of years ago, we were here in Dallas once again, and we're back in Dallas today uh, for the Faith and Work Summit, which Letourneau's Center for Faith and Work sponsored. Now, you guys do so much more work besides uh, sponsor summits. Talk about some of that day-to-day work that you do. Well, one of, the, one of the most important things we do is we help students at Letourneau, as well as other people who, who come to us, you know, seeking help to really understand their calling. What what has God asked them to do? What has He equipped them to do? What has He gifted them to do? And that is one of the one of the most gratifying things mm-hmm. uh, that I, I I get to do. They don't have to be a student at Laterno in order to be no, able to get help from the Center no. for Faith and Work at Laterno Absol- University. Absolutely, and uh, we're we're very excited about some new things that'll be rolling out this later this year that we'll be using. Uh, but we really we think this is really important because there are a lot of people that go to work, and it's, it's one thing to think your job is important, which it is, and we're to do our work as unto the Lord. But actually, if you're not in the job that you're gifted to do, uh, it's really hard to keep up your attitude. And, mm-hmm. and in America, we have choices, which is such a gift of God. Yeah. And uh, given those given choices, we need to we need to think about where to best deploy our gifts. And if we don't know those gifts, we don't know where to deploy them. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the most important things that we do. And it's one of the most important things that I felt like was my responsibility in our home is to help our our children uh, dream and help Kathy dream as well about what she might what she might do uh, besides taking care of us because every person has a bigger uh, giftedness uh, that, uh, that that they they can deploy for God in some way. And so uh, that's that's a really, really important job that I felt like I had as, you know, as the husband in the household and the dad. So talk to directly to our um, listeners just a little bit about that as the as to helping in most cases the un, the husband to understand their role. There, well, there there are two parts of that, I guess, Martha. That I would say first of all, uh, God puts things on our hearts that in some ways kind of come and go. I call these passions or dreams that God puts into us. And they come at various stages in our, our lives when we're exposed to something. And actually, Kathy likes to talk of, about it like a beach ball. And she probably could tell you a little bit more about this part, about how this led her to start writing. But you push a beach ball down in the water and what happens? At some point, it's going to pop back up. Yes. And those kind of things, when 
you need to pay attention to when 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 those kind of issues uh concerns you know things come up in your life you say oh you know somebody somebody should do something about that <laughs> and uh you think okay well i don't have the gifts to do that and yet you start praying about it and then all of a sudden god keeps you you know kind of pushes you out of the front of the line and says okay go do something then there's the, the other part of that which is really important is to understand your actually giftedness and you look at your giftedness in a not by taking a psychological test, but but looking at the things that you love to do down through your life. Uh, what were the where were the times in your life when you did something that you loved, you enjoyed doing it, you thought you did it well, and you had a sense of satisfaction when it was done. And those things, when those come together, that's that's a, a, there's a lot about giftedness that you can discover in those particular stories, and that's how we help help people discover their giftedness. Okay. Kathy Peel, familymanager.com. You were given that title. That, that's hilarious that, that Oprah Winf- Winfrey gave you that title. You're like America's family manager. That's fantastic. I love that. Talk about how you develop a family team. As you were studying the scriptures, trying to figure out, okay, what does this really look like? Because you didn't grow up in the church, so you didn't know what it looked like. You didn't see it demonstrated at home when you are growing up. How, how, how do you develop a family team? Well, first of all, I, I had to figure out what is my job as a family manager. And so I wrote a creed for myself. I oversee the most important organization in the world where hundreds of decisions are made daily, where property and resources are managed, where health and nutritional needs are determined, where finances and futures are discussed and debated, where projects are planned and events are arranged, where transportation and scheduling are critical, where team building is a priority, where careers begin and end. I am a family manager. Mm. And I just... That's such an important job. So I guess the number one question I get from especially women is, okay, I want to build a family team. How do I do this? And all of us come into marriage with our own definition of what is normal. Okay, <laughs> And most That's of it true. is not normal. <laughs> and so we have to negotiate. Okay, The whole family manager system is based on applying good business strategies to the job of running and managing your home and Mm -hmm. so you you know nobody in a business gets their own way all the time you've got to communicate what you you like what you would like to see happen and then you negotiate your way so to build a family team this is what I suggest if you're married you ask your spouse to say can we find a time when there's not a big playoff game or you know we can have some family time together and just talk about I want to hear everybody's explanation of what makes home a good place to be, Mm. okay? And if you're a single mom or dad, you can do this yourself, Mm -hmm. okay? And ask your kid. It's very important that everybody in the family know that you want to hear their opinion, Mm -hmm. okay? And okay, and if they do this, if they do this, th- you're talking about a solution here that would eliminate a significant amount of marital stress. Oh my gosh! I mean, because really, yeah. that's what you, I mean. You said at the beginning of the show, but when you really, when I, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, if people would really take the time to do this, this is going to solve a lot of marriage problems. I am telling you, I cannot tell you how many people have said this saved my marriage. So here's what you do: you let's say it's the mom, and she's. I always say, you know, provide good food. That sure. always, dr- of course. Uh, you know. Take right. a family Every, favorite right. dinner, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> Let, let's pretend like it's like at 8 o'clock on a Sunday night, and mom, uh, 
needs to put duct tape on her mouth, over her mouth, because she needs to ask every person at the table, what would make home a good place Mm. for you? And some, some women are afraid to ask that question. And I say, don't worry about it. They haven't thought about this. Okay. They're just going to say the first thing off the top of their head, like a teenage son might say, okay, mom, I'll tell you, if you just get off my case when I have to be at school early and I don't make my bed, that would be cool. And it would also be great if, you know, me and the guys could come over after school and know there'd be food there. That'd be, that they have thought about this Mm -hmm. and they don't want it to be a long meeting so don't worry about it Mm -hmm. so but you need to listen to everything everybody says about what would make home a good place to be and then when it gets around to your turn you're going to say well here's what home would be would make it a good place for me and you're going to lay out the sheet which we're going to provide on the center for faith and work website and it's called who's responsible for what Mm -hmm. it is a four-page document of everything that has to go on under the roof of a home to have some semblance of order and sanitation. Hmm. And, you know, uh, kids for sure don't understand it, and a lot of spouses don't understand it. It's broken down into departments, and you're going to... What you want to do is you want to divide up the management according to time, skills, and giftedness, Mm -hmm. uh, age... You know, uh, there's, but you can start, you can start a child learning this at age three. Yeah. And while you're having a family cabin cleanup, uh, you can give a child a dust cloth and, and say, okay, you're in charge of just going over the baseboards. Yes. That doesn't help you that much, but it teaches that child they're part, they're part of a family mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Bill. So what, one of the things that we discovered, which is kind of crazy, is that there are things on that list people love to do that you really hate mm-hmm. and because just how god wired us in different ways and we have this tendency to think that if i hated everybody does but that's not true uh, one of our sons loved to organize and so my garage is always a mess it always has been but so i'd get joel out there and we'd go at it and he'd do it in half the time and yeah. enjoy it yeah and it was fun work working with him and so side. and they're always job they're always on that list they're going to be some things that are you're not good at because every every job has a you know it's set of bedpans yes. and you have to divvy those up. But you can actually uh, find what people love and and get some help there that and they're excited. Another about. Another thing to realize is nobody is good at everything. Mm-hmm. God has gifted us to do certain things. Some people are going to be really bad in the finance department. The food department is my worst one. I really don't. I like to eat, but I don't like to cook. <laughs> but I can't just you know. You know, say, I'm not going to be responsible for that, but I want to delegate that. That's smart management as much as I can. Or with other moms or or dads, you can barter Mm -hmm. your strengths. If you're a party planner and you love to do events, but you're not organized, to say to a friend who's organized, say, hey, I'll come over and I will, you know, help you do the best birthday party, the best reunion, and uh, you return the favor, help me get organized. Amen. I think what's really important, Kathy Peel, is that people check out your website, familymanager.com, familymanager.com. Let's talk. Well, you've got a book we're going to give away today. Yes. Which book are you going to give? We're going to give away the Busy Mom's Guide to a Happy Organized Home. This is Mom's Choice Award for uh, the best parenting resource. All right, the Busy Mom's yeah. Guide to a Happy Organized Home. Call the studio line. We just have one copy to give away today. 866-713-9675. 866-713-9675. And uh, you can get a copy of Kathy Peel's book, The Busy Mom's Guide to a Happy Organized Home. And again, 
Bill, we're, you're going to make sure that we get a copy of that sheet, uh, who's responsible for what. We're going to have it on your website, but we'll also make sure we put that link on I Work For Him's Facebook page as well. All right, let's talk about the whole spiritual content of this, because we've said it many times on this show that marriage is the fabric of society. And what you're talking about is taking marriage to a whole new level of organization to eliminate some of the stress on the marriage. And there's a spiritual side to that because this work that's being done is really kingdom work because God desires for the family to be a light to the community. How is talk about the spiritual component to all this organization, this family manager stuff that you're talking about? Well, you got to think about God as an organized God. Amen. And He took. uh, It was very encouraging to me because I am not by nature organized. (laughs) People think I am, but I am not at all. But He taught me how to manage, and. Uh, just think of Genesis, that there was chaos and order, and he brought beauty into it. He yes. wants to help each one of us do that, first of all. Mm-hmm. And so when when your spouse, when your husband or your wife, your kids, when they know that you value who they are for their particular gifts, okay, and say, God has put us together under the roof of this home, and we want to help you become all that God created you to be, and we want to work together on this, that makes a huge difference when you know the person cares about you and is on is honoring of your mm-hmm, gifts. For okay. sure. <laughs> Kathy Peel. Now, what's funny is as Martha and I talked with her folks about interviewing Kathy Peel today, Martha's mom said... Oh, that she's heard you on the radio. So, I mean, I know that that, you know, it's just, it's great to be able to share this with our audience and to be able to say, you know, one of the things that really resonates in the conversation we've had so far is that people, if they were building a business from the ground up, if they're entrepreneurs, if they, even if they work in an organization, they wouldn't do it haphazardly. They wouldn't put the person in charge of marketing to be the person who is the least creative person with no skills in that area, or they at least be intentional about it and learn everything they could about marketing if that's what they had to do. Um, So I hope that this is, I'm sure for a lot of people, it's a new concept, but hopefully it's stirring in their hearts to understand that their home is a place that um, needs organization and management, and it is a, a an opportunity to work for the Lord. Kathy Peel, people can check you out online, familymanager.com, familymanager.com. How did you, as a mom of three, writing 21 books in your free time, three <laughs> boys, so like having monkeys in a barrel, how did you see God at work in your home, which was your work? Uh it it empowered me through his spirit and the things that I didn't want to do. Okay. God helped me see that there, he taught me how to do this through the background that I had in business that I was resentful towards God about. I thought, golly, you chose a wonderful guy for me to marry. Who's going into the ministry. I should have had more of a, a Bible background and I didn't, but he showed me that the very uh, principles and strategies that run a good business will help me run my home. Mm. And so that has helped us through the years, and it still does, reduce stress. When you know who's responsible for what, when you've built a family team and you're committed to each other. And early, this is something we like to suggest that uh, parents of uh, young kids do. Bill and I, early on in our marriage, when our kids were like uh, two and six, something like that, uh, we set aside six Monday mornings to meet at a coffee shop and talk about our family. And you think, well, why don't you set an appointment with your spouse for that? Well, anybody with small children around understands that, <laughs> they right? They all understand. You yeah, bet they do. You, you can't have an adult conversation. And we sat down, 
And we decided, okay, we projected out like 15, 20 years. What are the values we want our kids to leave home with? What are the things that are most important to us? What did he bring in to the marriage that is important to him? What did I bring in that's most important to me? And we had some negotiation to do about what was most important. But when you've decided that, it helps you decide, okay, are we going to spend money on a family vacation or remodeling the den? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we we chose. I mean, I'd always dreamed of having the, you know, the Ethan Allen truck, you know, driving up to my house, and you know, and you shouldn't <laughs> have married a minister. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but we chose. You know, we're just so rich in memories and, and treasured family vacations, and we still uh. take two family vacations a year mm-hmm. with our kids and now six grandkids, and and so you have to choose what is most important to you. That's a big deal. Every company has a, a mission statement yes. and every family needs to have a mission statement of why they think God has put them here together on planet earth. And I would suggest that part of that is to help each other do the will of God. Amen. So as you have gone through this, and I'm sure you have faced many challenges along the way. Yes. Um, <laughs> how has your faith helped you through that experience oh my gosh prayer Mm. prayer and on the days when you know I wanted to uh, take Bill Peel's necktie and strangle him (laughs) as he as he mentioned we've been married what 40 almost 47 years and happily married about 35 years (laughs) there were just some we were like "Ah," at each other and uh but God you know what God answers your prayers about that. He cares about every detail of our lives. And I know that because the hairs on my head are numbered. And that means he has to recount every day. I look at my hairbrush. Mm. He recounted. So he cares about all the details. He cares that you have to, you need a snowplow to go through your living family room and clear the toys. (laughs) He cares about that. He cares about the mounds of laundry Mm -hmm. and just get down on your knees and say, God, help me learn to manage this most important organization in the world. Mm. So is there a 22nd book on the horizon for Kathy Peel at familymanager.com? A book? Well, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about one right now. Yeah, I am. I don't know if I'm going to tell you about it, Jim, though. Well, but I'm thinking, you know, you've got all this stuff about moms, but there's a lot of grandmoms out there that are taking care of their grandchildren in the same way. They are. I mean, that would make a great book. That's not what you were going to write about, was it? Well, I mean, people have asked me to do that, but I'm not saying that's what I'm going to write about. But I, just a word oh, by to the grandparents. Way, Bill said you had seven grandkids. You said six. How many is it? It Well, we do have seven, but one of them is in heaven. Got it. There you go. Perfect. Okay, yeah. Mm. And so grandparenting is so, we we are we pass down the values, sure. okay? And we want to make it easy for our kids to come home. It's a lot, you know, a lot of times parents get kids out of the nest and they said, "Okay, finally I'm going to get the white sofa and the white, you know, I'm, I'm going to get the <laughs> furniture I want." Well, that's not friendly for your kids to come home. And and you know, and, you know they scratch their heads and say, "Why don't they ever come home?" Okay, and so we want to make it easy. We want to make it fun for them to, to, to keep, you know, coming home and being together as a family because you're always a family. Yes. Okay, so what is it like to live with Bill Peel? What is it like <laughs> to live with Bill Peel? Well, what, uh, that, does he ever talk about anything besides the Center for Faith You know and what? We're pretty, <laughs> uh, yes, he does, he does, but we are pretty immersed in um, 
faith and work at our home, which is not a bad thing. No. Which is not a bad mm-hmm. thing at all because God created us to work. Yes. Our God is a worker. And if we still have a pulse, we still have a purpose that God mm-hmm. wants us to fulfill on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. And whether that is grandparenting or volunteering, it does, it's not about a paycheck. This is not about, a, about gender. It's about using your God-given gifts to care for his earth, starting with your home, your community, uh, stewarding the gifts that he has given you to make the world a better place mm-hmm. and to share his, his good news with everybody. And you start by, that's, by how you live in your life, mm-hmm. at home, in your community, and at work. Bill? I just have to say that... Uh, yeah, we spend a lot of time talking about faith and work in our home, and this lady makes my life possible. I got to tell you, she is an incredible uh, writer. She uh, edits everything that I say, and we have some arguments about that if, every once in a while. But, Who's got uh, the better English or better <laughs> grammar? Um, <clears throat> uh, she does, <laughs> <laughs> of course. And uh, and I I just have to say she she really uh, in in a lot of ways uh, you know is is the wind beneath uh, you know behind the wings beneath the wings however you say it you know the Center for Faith and Work mm-hmm. and uh, and just has been such an incredible servant to me in this and we we want people to understand I guess the center, the the faith and work movement we've been so focused on helping people understand that God cares about the workplace. We've forgotten that the home is the workplace as well, and that's so important. So cleaning toilets, washing dishes, you know, Colossians 3 applies to that. Do your work as unto the Lord as an act of worship for him and love and and grace to him. One of Jim and my dreams is that there will be a generation someday that doesn't need to be taught that our life is fully integrated, that God should yeah. permeate every area, every of, our area life. of our life. And so I'm just curious, I'm guessing that if you're applying this whole family manager concept in your home and you're having the conversations about it with your children, then that helps that generation to see that all Absolutely. work matters. It does. And gives them that um, uh theology without them even knowing it because they just understand and and helping them see that you know what if you're in the second grade or the ninth grade work is your career Mm -hmm. it's just as important as dad's career mom's career and you help each other succeed Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and has it worked for your sons and their their marriages yes it has we've raised some uh through the grace of God and a lot of prayer and hanging on to that verse, love covers a multitude of sins. <laughs> we are very grateful for our sons oh. and their wonderful wives and our beautiful grandchildren. We're blessed. That is In 30 fabulous. seconds or less, speak to the moms out there and give them one last word of encouragement. You are doing very important work. Whoever's running your home, and no matter how many other jobs you have, just know that running a home and family is a full-time job in and of itself. Mm -hmm. So be realistic if you have another full-time job. A lot of people are working 80 hours a week out there. Okay? For sure. Yeah. Kathy Peel with FamilyManager.com. Thanks for being an I Work For Him today. 
Great to be with you, Jim and Martha. FamilyManager.com, FamilyManager.com. Bill Peel, nice job arranging this one. Way to go. <laughs> CenterForFaithAndWork.com at Laterno University, CenterForFaithAndWork.com. Thank you, Bill Peel. You bet. We need to talk about this a lot more, don't we? Yes, we do. We, well, well, she's got 21 books. That's like 21 shows. <laughs> there you go. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I, I work, work for, for him. him.